Hello, everybody, and welcome to Eavesdropping, a Killing Eve podcast. I'm the host, Mike Marbeck, and today I'm joined by Whitney Rumble. Hello. And Kelly Conrad. Howdy. Yeah, it's just us three. Uh, we are down Andrew Whitehead and Tia Kemp for this evening, and we will hopefully have a full house next week. At but, some point. Yeah, at some <laughs> point. Uh, but we got a great team here to discuss uh, Killing Eve, Season 4, Episode 3, titled A Rainbow in Beige Boots. Before we get to that, though, some bits of business. We got a review. We put out the call, we lit the beacons, and we got one from <laughs> Honey Dew. Honey D-O-O. And the review is as follows. The title to my review basically says it. Philly represent go birds eagle eagle so you might be wondering what does the title to the review say if that says it all i don't know because it gets cut off but what we can read so far is a podcast about the best shh. what i can assume that continues to say is a podcast about the best show from the best and funniest people around so thank i you. think that's probably what yeah. it said yeah yeah uh, so thank you for that honeydew and you are in the running for a shirt, a Killing Eve shirt, uh, which you can tell us what you can send us a link. Like if, if you win this uh, on episode five, we're going to say we're going to pick from the reviews of which you are the only one, Honeydew. And we will let them Ooh. know that they can send Odds us a are link. good right now. Mm-hmm. Looking pretty good. hundred percent. We will send you a shirt of your choice. You just send us the link and we'll send you that shirt. Uh, I would say twenty five dollar or less. <laughs> oh so there's a wanna... spending limit mike <laughs> yeah uh hey these podcasts only lose money for us uh so i think we're doing all right to be saying 25 bucks can't be sending out no, like, they... hoodies oh, no crew yeah, necks and maybe that includes tax too i don't know <laughs> and shipping and yeah. everything actually it's so, not free <laughs> once again thank you honeydew uh some quick plugs more bits of business Crossroads Comedy Theater does other things than podcasts. We also do shows and classes. If you go to xroadscomedy.com, you can get more information on those. We have classes starting next week, the week of March 20th, which is incidentally my birthday. Uh, and we have classes that will start at the beginning of June. And there's some bridge classes, some things that are happening in between. Uh, our next live shows are April 1st through April 3rd, which is Philly Theater Week. Uh, so check out Xroads Comedy dot com for information on shows and classes and the other podcasts that we do one other plug since we got whitney on the pod uh if you're looking for some jewelry that you really can't get anywhere else there's nothing else like it out there go to um etsy and search for and meet them and i will actually don't do that just go to the episode notes of this podcast <laughs> and i will put <laughs> the link a mess in to there. find stuff yeah i feel like uh, i'll try to find the... a shop and i type it in and it's just like this person i'm like <laughs> this yeah. might burn on Etsy. Yeah, take that Etsy. <laughs> Get them, Whitney. Put the <laughs> yeah. link in the episode notes where you can easily click it and go right to Whitney's store, Anethem Jewelry. Lots of great stuff on there. Lots of great things. And famous people wear it too. So how about that? Ooh. Yeah. What more that? do you need? Uh, yeah. Whitney, are you ever going to put your mugs? <laughs> now you're making your own mugs. Are you going to put those on there as well? No, but if you guys ever want mugs, because I have now, so I just started taking a ceramics class and um, this is just for fun. I don't want the pressure of trying to sell them, but if you guys want mugs, turns out you don't need 10 mugs. So you can wash and reuse. I'm, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Can you believe that? <laughs> it's a weird yeah. thing. Yeah. You can wash and reuse it. Oh, yeah. You can use it for coffee or tea. So um, did you make that mug? I made this mug. Whitney, that is a, a gorgeous mug. I feel like this is a bummer for the listener, but we're looking at a round, half blue, half speckled white. white. Speckled. Yeah. yeah. Beautifully so apparently it's symmetrical. A, cold, a cold weather mug because it dips in at the top and that helps keep the heat in. Oh, mm. it's a cold weather mug, y'all. Be that truly is beautiful. Why, I thank you. If you. Well done. I, I just learned that too. I, for weather. I didn't know that either. I made that because this was one of the first things I threw and I just didn't know what I was doing. And then when I ended with it, my teacher's like, oh, 
that would be a good cold weather mug. And I was like, oh, okay. You're like, I know. <laughs> Duh. Duh, it teacher. Looks, it looks pretty, pretty durable too. Like if you were to just knock yeah. it over and it fell off a coffee table, I think it'd survive. Yeah. Uh, try my... it. Try <laughs> it. <laughs> okay. I got to finish my tea, but then I'll try it. <laughs> Stay tuned to the end of the episode. Yeah. Welcome to the mug cast. Um, I know we had Queen Watch, which she's still alive. That that kind of didn't go anywhere. Uh, But now we have Mug Watch. Not that I want her dead. I mean, we're all going to die. And she's she's lived a very long life. Yeah. The older you are, the more likely it is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's the word. But Um, yeah. Also, apologies to the people that were hoping we talk about killing Eve in this episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, whoops. (laughs) Sorry. All right, so let's do that. Let's talk about Killing Eve. Uh, so episode four, season, uh, or yeah, season four, episode three, A Rainbow in Beige Boots, said by, uttered by Villanelle in this episode. So we have several storylines of which we're going to start with Carolyn. Not much going on. No, not much going on. Fest. <laughs> not me. I was also, like, I love on the edge the- of my seat. But I also love like TV crappy apartments that were like kind of gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like, oh, this dump. And I'm like, I like it. Just yeah. see those ceilings? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that like I'm sorry, those high ceilings. No. Are you you want to see me? crappy apartments, like go to your like ground level basement apartment with like the toilet pipes right above your head. Like mm-hmm. Yeah, Carolyn, your beautiful view with your high apartment, like high open ceiling. concept. Little uh, TLC, that place is looking good. Yeah. I mean, get rid of the rat and you're good. I know there's a smell, but like candles. It's literally a rat. Like it's one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just like yeah. grab it, get it out of there. She did. She it's gone, but it still smells. It still smells. Okay. Well, the smell is gonna take some time, Carolyn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, she's complaining about it nonetheless. Once in office, uh, and we're talking about the, the 12. Uh, three members are dead by torture, possibly a fourth. Carolyn has identified, uh, found dead on a farm, tied and dipped, uh, his toes dipped in salt so the goats would lick them raw. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, An awful is, image. <laughs> yeah. And Vlad is basically like, relax. Let's everybody calm down here. Nothing, nothing, nothing to see here. Why don't you go to brunch? And she says, I knew a man who died eating brunch. Oh, yeah. Or launches that was the best. That. that was the best line in the whole Carolyn uh, storyline was that line about brunch. Yeah. She has mm-hmm. very strong morning meal uh, thoughts. Yes. Very uh, opinionated. Like, who decided breakfast was all eggs? Like, why? Who decided? I just remember that from like last season or the season before. She's got a lot to say about brunch. She's got beef about breakfast. Yeah, let's hear about second breakfast. Elevensies. Mm, hey, no, no beef about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so Carolyn's getting debriefed by somebody and there was something about Scottish peat moss found around that kill. I don't have mm. much more insight into that other than, I don't know, someone's importing some dirt. <laughs> importing some Scottish peat moss to put around this. Anything? Um, Not more than me on this? I mean, I bet it comes back to something, but mm-hmm. not right now. Not enough pieces to that puzzle. There really aren't. There are like not enough pieces. It's all just like speculation. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's really it with Carolyn. Yeah, for now. Uh, we get the cookout at Vlad's, and there's been another attack. It was a Russian agent in Cuba, but he survived. So mm. good on that person. Uh, Gustam Zeman, uh, tortured and left for dead. Toes were severed and stuffed into his nostrils. Oof. So whoever is killing all these members of the 12 got a foot fetish. Mm. There's something going on with feet. Yeah, yeah, this is true. Severing that, um, toes and putting up nostrils, put, putting salt on toes so the goats can lick them. Get them licked off. That yeah. uh, that food that Vlad was making looked delicious. Yeah. The like skewered meats on the barbecue. Yeah. And he's a pretty, pretty social person, huh? Yeah. 
Yeah, it seems like it. friends in the biz, or it could be family members or a mix of the two. It would be a business thing. He's writing this off. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> smart. Smart. <laughs> it's like, uh, this is a, a deep one, but in the original Ghostbusters, when Lewis throws that party uh, and he's like, yeah, I invited all my uh, my business associates. So that way I can write everything off as a tax, tax expense. <laughs> no. Smart. Check out Ghostbusters. It's like 40 Sorry. years old. Yeah. It's pretty good. <laughs> Get topical, Mike. Come on. Time. <laughs> all right. I'll try to think of some Ghostbusters afterlife uh, references. <laughs> Um, any more on Carolyn, any thoughts on what's to come? Mm, No, not particularly. I just, I'm really waiting for her to get, and we talked about this a little bit last time. I'm really waiting for her to get more involved in the more like central storylines, or at least just get her more in cahoots with people that we care about. Yeah. Cause Mm -hmm. again, I think she's just like still on the Island. And quite frankly, I'm just like, all right, let's let's get to the more. There's so much more interesting stuff going on um, that until Carolyn's story gets a little more interesting. I'm like, let, let's let's keep this going. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, it like it her, pains me to say, but yeah, I feel like her storyline is like giving us the information. Like it's like a boring, like it's all boring, just like debriefs. It's like hmm, paperwork about this. Yeah. It's like, OK, like it, I don't know. They're just filling us in with notes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're showing the other side of what Eve and Helene uh, and Mimbo, uh, Yusuf, and the others are not are not getting. Like Carolyn's the only one who's really like hardcore going going on this. Uh, and then you have well, Eve. That's that's that was a lie. I just lied. This flat out lie. Uh, <laughs> Carolyn's doing from one end, and then you have Eve going at at it from from the other. Um, so they're, yeah, they're going to meet in the middle and probably in the middle of this season. So there's, Carolyn's going to have a lot of information to share with, uh, with Eve. One of them's going to seek the other one out probably in the next episode, definitely by episode five. Got to (laughs) the last season. Yeah. It would suck to have her like go the whole season and then we'd never see them together again. That was just in that beautiful crappy apartment the whole time and being like, (laughs) I solved it. Yeah. <laughs> or in Mallorca, glowing mm-hmm. from that in Spanish the, sun. In that apartment, just going around, still trying to find that smell. Yeah. <laughs> well, it ends with her being like, there was another rat. Yeah. <laughs> and then just smell <laughs> salt. Oh, man. Poor Carolyn. Get back to us, Carolyn. Uh, so let's oh, move on to Pam, a new Pam. ghost. They even Pam. say, like, uh, referred to as ghostly. Uh, so she's uh, preparing a body. Is that what you say in the mortician world? She's embalming it. Embalming prep, prep, prep prepping it a body, for a viewing. Um, mm. And her brother is the fucking worst. I don't know. Is what a happened. dick. Yeah, I don't know he what happened sucks. in their family life, but he, like, from the first first moment of him just being like, "Get out of here, scram! You're gonna scare everybody." <laughs> Was he an um, old timey cartoon? Yeah, scram. Yeah, if you know what's good for you. Um, yeah, so she gets disrespected pretty, pretty quickly, and right from there, I was like, and I, of course, this is TV. I wouldn't think like this in real life, but I want him dead. <laughs> Kill him. <laughs> yeah, by the Kill end of this episode, I want him pushing up daisies. Uh, so, yeah, he gets on her. Uh, Elliot is asking, he comes back in. That's mostly this whole storyline is him being a piece of shit and mm-hmm. her dealing with it until she has, she's had enough. And then we have that little bit in between where she's like, I've had it. I don't want to do anything. I want to, I want to be, I want to be an assassin already. Helene, come on. <laughs> I'm and, ready. Coach, put me yeah, in the game. Put me in, put come me on, in, come on. Just give me a chance. <laughs> I know there's a lot of riding on it. It's all psychological. <laughs> Ace Ventura, there's a deep cut I can get on board with. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Uh, so Helene's like, who, why are you doing this? No, I I say when you're ready. You don't say when you're ready. I say. And she's like, all right, whatever. So then she While they're down. eating <laughs> those giant soft serves, how good yeah. did those ice creams look? Pretty oh, good. 
pretty good. It, but it always stresses soft serve stresses me out. I feel like it's just a race against the clock. Yeah, yeah, you gotta you gotta get to licking. What do you eat? It's not a good chat food. No, it is the worst. Ice cream is just not a good chatting food. Yeah. I mean, ice cream in a bowl, you can chat away because then you can get a little soup at the end. But like ice cream (laughs) in a cone. Yeah, you can't just sit and talk. Like, I feel like you're you have to each dedicate your time. You got to focus. Like, you got to look at all sides and then you talk. Yeah. You guys eat. Those those were tall servings as well. Mm hmm. I will say they must have. Do you think it was fake? Because I remember watching this is a show that I feel like only uh, Mike and I watch is Wentworth. Mm-hmm. Do you notice, Mike, they eat ice cream. Um, what's her name? <sighs> I feel like my brain is just throwing out information <laughs> I don't need. Who was <laughs> the like muscle in Wentworth? The like kind of um, dumb muscle. The big one? Boomer? Yeah. Yeah, Boomer. When her and her mom went out for ice cream, they got ice cream. And they had it very real. It's just dripping all over why she's yeah. talking. And they're mm-hmm. like talking on the beach, having like a heart to heart. But her mom's sucked. And it's just dripping everywhere. That felt real. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah, didn't see any real dripping here. Pam's ice cream was dripping a little bit. It's t- to the point where Helene had to say, your ice cream's dripping. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, yeah. that, will, that will hold up in court. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. And maybe it's colder outside. Might think it was fake. Yeah. If you came here to see if other people thought it was fake ice cream too, <laughs> we're on the fence. <laughs> <laughs> Could be CGI. <laughs> the last season, a lot of, lot of, lot of budget for it. Yeah. All right. Got to yeah. put the money so, somewhere. Brother Elliot is being a piece of shit. He even locks her in the friggin' dead body room, the morgue. Um, mm-hmm. forgot what it was called for a second. I got it. The dead back. body room. Dead body room. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she is locked in there. She turns off the lights and everything. So that's when she goes to meets with Helene and is like, I need out. I need out of this job. Uh, so when can I start killing people? And she calls her, You're, you kind of blend in, uh, stay in the shadows. No one really notices you. You're a little ghost of a girl. Uh, so referencing... Um, Ghost, not literally referencing, but there's like a ghostly thing as we've been talking about in this because we've, I don't know if anybody else has talked about ghost from from season two as much as we have on this podcast. Um, but yeah, we've talked about it. So just getting a little, little ghost of a girl. And then she looks right at the camera when she said ghost. So <laughs> ghost, a ghost of a girl. Um, That's yeah, like such kills. a backwards compliment, right? It's like, wait, mm-hmm. I feel like w- yeah. if I were to, he- if You're someone said that to me, well, if someone said that to me at first, I would be like, oh, cool. Thank you. I'm like <laughs> stealthy. <laughs> but then the minute they walk away, I'd be like, wait a minute. Does no one notice me and I don't exist? <laughs> like It's a very yeah. weird compliment. She pretty much phrased insults as a compliment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like if someone's uh, just like, you're just really dumb and like, you know, not that likable. And you're like, hey, thanks. <laughs> yeah. You're like, okay. your tone is good, but the content is questionable. The words. Yeah. yeah. The words don't, like don't the quite words. match. You I hate match your guts. Yeah. Okay. I want you dead. Oh. <laughs> I <Cool>. hate you. <laughs> oh, not ready, nice. you piece of shit. Oh. Uh, yeah. So she kills Elliot, stab, stab, stab. 19 times. Ooh, with that little knife. 19 times, little, yeah. Little scalpel. Little scalpel. That dude just like... She was Little fast stabs, giving like a tattoo. Yeah. She's got to work on her killing catchphrases or like zinger lines. Yeah. It was a little cliche. You're a very bad boy, Elliot. Yeah. That's not a good one. She does need to work on that. cliche. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that's why. Maybe I'm that's why she wasn't ready. Now, Elliot. <laughs> She's a witch. Oh, I'm going man. to stab you 19 times. Oh, what was that no. weird liquid that he that Elliot was like about to dunk her face in? What's the, uh, what the embalming fluid? Maldehyde? Is that what it's called? Yeah, I think so. Dead Gross. juice. Oh, yeah, dead, dead juice. juice. Got it. Two moos. <laughs> Two moos. Ew. Yeah. Uh, and Helene threatens her not to disobey her again. 
uh, Helene gets the call that someone has survived and the FSB has him. So I'm guessing that was that Russian agent that we learn has has survived. Um, Carolyn gets that gets that call. Um, any any other thoughts about Pam? Well, actually, we could we could just talk about this quick because it, it rolls into Constantine's storyline. It looks as if Helene wants Constantine to take Pam under his wing. Right. Mm-hmm. Like the new villain Al. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like that. Yeah. We'll have their own spinoff. Yeah. I don't think they'll have the chemistry, but. No. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting. I mean, it's essentially going to be like Pam is super serious and weird and Constantine is fun and relaxed. So it's like, oh, cool. I guess that that should be a fun vibe. It would be cool. I am excited for Pam's development because she does seem scary. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. the quiet, yeah, unassuming people are. Yeah, there's just something um, eerie and off about her. So I, I am excited to see her um, kill some people, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and just like see her development, but, but yeah, get Constantine in here. I want like everyone back in. I want to see our old friends. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like he can help her with her catchphrases, like give her some personality <laughs> to that. And, like, yeah. 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 Some excitement. It's got to be better. That wasn't good. <laughs> was that Irish? <laughs> it's got to be better. That was supposed to be Constantine. What about second breakfast? <laughs> yeah, that was that was just my Mary. It's cool to be better. Why'd you have to look, Pip? Why'd you always <laughs> you, have to look? You always have to look. <laughs> I'm sorry, okay? <laughs> my I accents are not know. good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the other thing about Constantine was... It was a fun little intro for him. You had that like ding, 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 ding song, Love whatever it. the hell it was. <laughs> and he's going around. He's, I, I don't know if he's now mayor. I couldn't quite get that. I think he's mayor, isn't he? It, it is, seems he like now, he's a mayor. Mayor he's of he's Russia. Mayor. Uh, yeah. He's the mayor, the mayor of <laughs> Russia. He can end this invasion with a um, snap of his fingers and the stroke of a pen. Um, yeah, so ding, 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 ding song. Claudia brought him some sausage chubby bangers. He loved it. <laughs> And then he gets a call from, I guess that was Helene. Uh, so, yeah, between Pam and Constantine, any other thoughts? No. No. Okay. No. All right. Uh, well, from me, I would say that, yeah, let's get them, as Kelly was saying, let's get them, get them together. Uh, Carolyn, Constantine, Pam, under his wing. Uh, and let's just see all of these people together, just hunting the twelve. Take yeah, them all out. let's get the the gang back together. Yeah, yeah. Oceans twelve. <laughs> all right, then let's move on to Eve. What's going on here? How are you feeling about Eve this this episode? Because we get some interaction between her and Villanelle after it was missing last episode. This might be. I might be alone on this. I feel like this might be my favorite Eve episode. Ooh. I feel like she had her shit to get. Maybe in the entire show. Because I feel like she's finally like becoming more like confident in herself. Like, I feel like she's like making these choices that don't just seem like dumb and like, I don't know. What's the right word? Like, just like focused. Yeah. Like, I feel like she has like, mission and like she's just not falling for like a cutie again like she's like i've got my shit together i know what i'm doing i don't know i really liked eve this episode yeah i still see that there's she's putting on a good front that i'm over villanelle i'm done i'm finished adios sayonara um and it's she you see her when they have their interaction in the in her apartment she leaves and then immediately at the door, she's like, oh. So I feel like it's 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 still there, but she's really, mm-hmm. really trying to uh, cut her out mm-hmm. and, and stop with the bullshit and the back and forth. Because it's not good. It's not good for either of them. Yeah, I, I agree with Whitney. It was really cool to see Eve a little more evolved or at least seem evolved. Um, and it was just enjoyable. And I'm sure we'll get into this more with Villanelle's storyline. 
but I'm realizing I'm really craving more substantial interactions with even Villanelle because thus far it's always these it's either very tense or it's like hypersexual or it's angry but it's always very fast and I'm like I would really just love for them to have a conversation and we got a snippet of that in the hotel room which felt really nice I was like oh I wish this lasted longer um but it did not Just, just sitting around Talking about mugs. Yeah. 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 <laughs> talk about mugs. Talk about um weather appropriate mugs. Yeah, I'll take I'll take any of it. Uh, but I thought that was that was really fun. And yeah, Eve seemed very on. She was just like making the right moves. Mm-hmm. Uh she it seemed like she was she had some good leads in this episode um and followed up with them. So yeah, she she had a she had a good episode. Yeah. Uh and she makes that big move right off the bat. As soon as she gets to that apartment uh, or where, where Martin was and gets, gets Villanelle arrested, oh. takes her out. And she says something along the lines of, I should have done this the first time I met you. Yeah. And, and poor and Villanelle's like, like, what are you what? talking about? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, what? And then, no. And you hear like a couple big thuds and they come in guns, guns drawn ready to take her out. Yeah. Um, other things that happened within her storyline. Um, Fernanda. Fernanda. Yes. Uh, Fernanda, <sighs> the previous love interest of Helene, who, mm-hmm. and Helene was apparently only with her to get information on her ex-husband or get mm-hmm. to her ex-husband. So yeah, Fernanda is, um, she's, she's feeling a little hurt. She's fun. I love she that moment fun. when they run into each other and she's like, you do have a friend. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to like get a drink oh. or something? No. No. You do have a friend. <laughs> <laughs> you do have a friend. I was what like, oh, that's so, so funny. <laughs> so bad for her coming out of the bathroom and she's just like. <gasps> she was oh. ghosted. And dude, they had three bottles of wine. Yeah. If I had, if I split three bottles of wine with someone, I would literally probably be passed out or like be asleep in that bar. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) I'm like, can you imagine you share this like intimate, vulnerable conversation with someone, three bottles of wine deep, and then they're gone. I'd like, I, I, and it was daytime too. So you're, it was your daytime wasted. And you're like, Oh, what do I do? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And she was visibly trashed. Uh, yeah. she had, like the hiccups, like she had everything, but like the cartoon bubble coming out of her mouth, uh, from, from being so drunk. What uh, did she run to the bathroom? Was she going to get sick? Yeah. She was like, yeah, I think she puked. Bleh. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's what I Which thought. Which will say fast for a puker. Yeah. Very fast for a puker. Well, cause yeah. she came out and she was like buttoning up her pants or something. I'm like, Oh, did she just have to take a <laughs> wine poo? <laughs> Like oh, what maybe. is, Whiny but maybe it was, maybe it was both. Maybe it was both, but I'm so impressed that Eve can really hold her liquor. Not that that's like, it's like a weird well, I thing feel like to be. Eve probably drank way less. Like, yeah. I feel like she was definitely like, doing the thing where pour, she was like, yeah, gulp, like gulp, gulp, and like pouring it behind her into a plant mm-hmm. <laughs> and just constantly refilling the other glass. Mm-hmm. Very, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, when she runs into her and they're talking at the uh, parking garage, uh, forget about her. She's poop on your shoes. <laughs> Fernanda. Yeah. Uh, Eve says she's that so she's fun. Nicole. Uh, ask what the woman on the phone is like. And Eve describes Villanelle. Uh, talking about her bossy and whatnot. Um, and Fernanda gives her the advice. No, she only gets to play games if you agree to play them. Which seems like mm-hmm. she... Took that advice. Yeah. 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 Um, Fernanda talks about her ex, confronted him about an affair, and then he was just like, I'm out. Peace. Bye-bye. Uh, and mm. then, yeah, there are three bottles deep. Villa, what's her name? Eve goes through her bag, starts taking photos of different things, including her ID to find out more information, and finds paper, finds the paper with info about the kills from Villanelle, uh, May, and the priest the minister, whichever it is. And then she leaves Fernanda there 
who comes out and it's just like, mm. what happened? My friend. So yeah. sad. My friend. <laughs> Where's my friend? <laughs> for all the drinks. Uh, what yeah. was her accent? I guess. Uh, Why well, don't. Well, not French, right? Because she was excited that Lane was French. Wasn't Sound, her. There was some her, Italian-ish sounding to it. Italian, Latina, like South American of sorts. What was her. Argentinian. Ex, yeah. What was her ex-husband? He Wasn't he like. No, he wasn't Brazilian. Lars Mayer. Uh, oh, Lars. Oh, no, that's not. That's like just European. Um, yeah, my guess is either Italian or like s- some South American country. Okay. I was just curious. Um, yeah, so Helene was getting close to Fernanda because of her ex-boyfriend, Lars Mayer. Uh, Yusef uses his internet skills to track down the marriage certificate. So now they have a lead on that person. Helene called for Eve. She found that little message under the, under the door. Um, Villanelle was gone when she got back. We'll talk about Villanelle in a moment, but she sees that she went to Martin's. She left the iPad with the texts and whatnot, whatnot up. Uh, she calls Helene says that, you know, they trade a little info there and says, you, what, what? you owe me dessert. I do. So that's basically Eve's storyline. Uh, and we'll talk a little bit more about her inclusion in Bill and O's bit. But anything more on Eve? No. I'm proud of I wonder. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what they're going to have for dessert. Mm. Maybe some ice cream. No. Not <laughs> ice cream. Something, they're going to have something more sophisticated than ice cream. A, um, like, a, like a tiramisu. <laughs> oh, I love me a good tiramisu. <sighs> or what's the one you get crack with a spoon? Creme brulee. Yeah. Oh, that is very sophisticated. Maybe a okay. panna cotta. Ooh. <laughs> or maybe just Mike like is like, what are you speaking? <laughs> <laughs> maybe some what language? Pop-tarts. <laughs> Do you have pop tarts for dessert? I don't really eat Pop-Tarts. Um, oh, okay. I do sometimes well, if they're in the house and I wake up after I've been smoking. Um, smoking what? And I'm Smoking what? The the kind that gives you, makes you hungry. The, the uh, kind that makes you eat Pop-Tarts? Yeah, <laughs> and kind of thinks that's a good idea. So that's when I'll have them. All Sorry, right. this is a part of choice. Yes, oh, wait. yeah, I was going to ask that Ooh, too. Okay, uh, yeah. Brown sugar cinnamon. That's a good one. Mm, that's yeah, classic. That's correct Followed by yeah. chocolate uh, frosting. <laughs> Okay. Just the straight up chocolate. The one that's all chocolate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one's pretty good, actually. Yeah. Also, s'mores is is pretty good. S'mores is good. Yeah. All right. We have very similar Pop-Tart sensibilities. Yeah. Number one that is question. always going to be brown sugar cinnamon. Yes. Do you eat? I'm not humble brag here. I was a toaster <laughs> strudel family. So oh, my, yeah. Um, so I never really got into Pop-Tarts. But every time work. I did. Toaster rolls? Yeah. But worth it. To, like, uh, worth it. Like, worth it. Worth it. That was like part of the fun. Um, but there's two Pop Tarts in a wrapper, right? Do you eat both of yeah. them? Oh, yeah. And then two more I, after that. <laughs> I save, I'll have one and then I'll save another for like second snack. Second Pop Tarts? Mm. Yeah. Second, second 11Zs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, toaster strudels were delicious. I just gave up making my icing look pretty. And as long as my icing was on my strudel, I didn't care. Yeah. Speaking of uh, kid foods that adults eat, uh, Martin had some Lunchables. He did. Yeah. He had the worst kind of Lunchable too. Just the like, it it looked like the just cracker. Yeah, the (laughs) cracker ham and cheese one, which is like fine, but it's super boring. I mean, it's like classic. It is. It is. Yeah. I mean, they the, couldn't the be making like the, the pizza ones. That's what oh, I was saying. The say, pizza ones. They're like the worst pizzas, but I was so excited about <laughs> oh, them. Oh, they were. There's something so wrong about that, but I remembered loving the pizza Lunchables so much. <sighs> so good. I haven't had one since I was a child, but I imagine they don't hold up. 
No, me too. I'm sure they're pretty <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> yeah, cheese is probably still okay, but everything else, not so much. Um, Just that right, sauce. So like, Bill what was that sauce? Okay. Bill is posing as a maid uh, and comes in, makes herself at home in Eve's uh, hotel room. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. Those are the words. Yep, yep. you got it. You got it, Mike. Mm-hmm. You got it. Yeah, <laughs> keep going. Nailed it. <laughs> uh, she goes to see Martin. Uh, Martin therapy, and she she was there for therapy. Uh, and Wendy, was it was that involved in one of your locks? Um, yeah, that she would get better life. with therapy. Yeah, yeah. I'm not um, feeling great about my uh, outcome of it, but I mean, she's no. tried religion. She's doing therapy, so check yeah. check. Yeah. yeah. It's like half, it's like the start of your locks, but not the results. No. Yeah, they yeah. Never, never end quite well. Um, yeah, so he says therapy requires a situation where both of us feel safe. And I don't feel safe. <laughs> I feel like you're going to kill me, dude. Um, feel like she's like, I feel like shit all of the time. And I want you to fix that. Uh, and in this, this might be one of the most vulnerable moments uh her getting this therapy uh that we've seen out of Villanelle in a little while um every once in a while there's little pockets of her showing some some real humanity but it's not too often uh, but we get it throughout this throughout this episode um and he, he says like you felt like poo is that common for you no um and he says something along the lines of like well you've killed again that's not ideal but presumably common for you and uh, she refers to herself as a rainbow in a world full of beige people. Which yeah. and she calls him beige. Referred yeah. to herself as that? Uh, yes, a, I'm yeah. a rainbow in a world full of beige people. That's and so the title interesting. of the episode was A Rainbow in Beige Boots. That's how she describes that, Eve. Yeah. Which I love that description. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Yeah, I, I'm just now kind of registering what all this means. But it's like Eve, they have that similar rainbow quality, but Eve is like grounded amongst the beige people so she can like help Villanelle in that world. Um, I genuinely loved Vil- when Martin finally asks her about Eve, it's like, why is she the exception mm-hmm. to your rule? I did love Villanelle's response. I thought it was like so beautiful, but also like kind of creepy. But I guess love at the end of the day is just kind of a creepy thing anyway. But I just yeah. I thought that was a really well-written, well-delivered little monologue. Yeah. Some of it was uh, he asked, what do you want from her? I want to smell her skin. Oh, I, I love that. The boring mm. stuff she does every day that she wouldn't bother telling anyone else because it's that boring, but it's interesting to me because it's coming from Eve. Um, in our bones, we understand each other. She's a rainbow in beige boots. I think that's so lovely. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It made me think like, I don't know, because I always kind of questioned Villanelle's feelings because she's somewhat of an unreliable narrator. But this episode made me think like, oh, I think she actually is in love. Like, I think she actually loves whatever that's based on who knows. But I think those feelings are genuine. And I thought that was really that added stakes that Uh like solidified the stakes for me because it's like, oh, if she's like a psychopath then it's like, what even are these feelings? So Mm -hmm. I thought that was a really nice um, addition to the season. Yeah. And he asks at one point, uh, would you rather you weren't a psychopath? And she's like, uh, yeah, sure. Uh, and he says that that's a good sign because uh, psychopaths often don't think that there's anything wrong with them. Right. That there's anything mm-hmm. to change, uh, that they are godlike and gods don't often think they need to change. Um, and then he's like, okay, well, that'll do it for today. <laughs> and then she grabs him, reaches over the counter, grabs him by the collar. Uh, and just that little too of that soon. shot was so, yeah. so funny. Um, he's such a great character in general. And the way that mm-hmm. he's played by this guy is, is so much fun. Um, but yeah, when she tries to, when he tries to leave, she freaks out of it and grabs him. And it's just like, were you lying? Were you just lying? Were you just saying those things to get, get out of here? Not going anywhere. Um, so yeah, he was like, I spoke there. too soon. Um, just kind of relaxed and talking about Eve and Villanelle. And that's when 
um, Eve arrives, knocking on the door, and she comes out with Martin in a headlock uh, at the door. And let's wait, right go. before that, though, I love that Villanelle is like sunning herself with Martin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess she's not sunning, she's like relaxing, but and he's yeah. tied up in the chair next yeah. to her. Mm-hmm. Like forced relaxing. Yeah, like <laughs> with her. relaxing and hanging. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Eve arrives, he, he is pulled out by Villanelle in a headlock, and she kind of lets him go, and he kind of hits his head on the table and then thwap on the ground. She like tosses him. Yeah. I'm like, why did th- you do that? I had to watch it twice. I thought she broke his neck the first time. And I was like, oh no, but it seemed like an accident. Yeah. Yeah. It, dead, yeah. Yeah. I thought he was, I was like, oh, he, that looked rough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she says that I'm, I came for Martin. So there's that. Did not come for Villanelle. She looks a little sad at that too. Like, oh, yeah, that whole scene is like in previous scenes with them, they've kind of been more on the same page. But that was a scene where it's like, oh, they are not on the same wavelength. Like, I I felt really bad for Villanelle. I I found myself really empathizing with her. I was like, oh, I feel I feel bad for her. Yeah. Uh, Eve asks Villanelle, so did you have any breakthroughs? She's like, maybe they trained me to be like this. So maybe I can be trained out of it. And Eve brings up the scorpion and the frog story uh, that they both die because the scorpion can't change its nature. Uh, Real quick. I do have it here. A scorpion wants to cross a river, but cannot swim. So it asks a frog to carry it across. The frog hesitates, afraid that the scorpion might sting it. But the scorpion promises not to, pointing out that it would drown if it killed the frog in the middle of the river. The frog considers this argument sensible and agrees to transport the scorpion. Midway across the river, the scorpion stings the frog anyway, dooming them both. The dying frog asks the scorpion why it stung, despite knowing the consequences, to which the scorpion replies, I am sorry but I couldn't resist the urge. It's in my nature. So a pretty, who, pretty good. Who is hearing that story? Is that like a story for kids? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, it's, you were told uh, this as a child? Uh, every night to this day. Oh, okay. It's the only thing that puts me to sleep. Explains a lot. <laughs> uh, no, I think it's a, I think it's an Aesop. Let me see here real quick. Oh, like an Aesop fable? Oh, no, I was wrong. Uh, Scorpion and the Frog is sometimes attributed to Aesop, as it's, but its true author is unknown. Um, so there's that. Yeah, little uh, little story. Not every little story has to be like a, a bedtime sort of tale, like a Grimm's fairy tale sort of deal. Well, uh, I guess Grimm's fairy tales were also pretty twisted. Yes. So <laughs> uh, little parables, things that people pass down through the years to teach lessons. So, yeah, that is Eve and Villanelle. Scorpion and the frog. They both die because the scorpion can't change its nature. And Villanelle says, maybe you're the scorpion. <laughs> mm. Mm, burn. That's yeah. not not true, though. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, it's Eve who completely blew up her life. And despite that, continues to pursue what she's been advised against multiple times. So yeah. I don't necessarily disagree with Villanelle. Mm-hmm. And Villanelle said in her therapy sesh, when Martin asks her about sharing sharing power, you enjoy having power over her. He's like, no, she has power too. You got to share the power. Well, why don't you let her do this or that? Because that would ruin everything. <laughs> and he's like, well, why don't you let her go? Because that would ruin everything. <laughs> so yeah, Villanelle is working some, some things out for sure. Uh, and then after the scorpion and the frog bit, she gets a text message from Yusuf. Uh, says incoming. And that's when she turns to Villanelle and says, I should have done this when we first met. And that's when the cops arrive and cart Villanelle off to a cell where we see her at the end of the episode. Mm. Gets it to herself. Yeah. Yeah. Not too fancy. Not, not a Wentworth prison. That's for sure. Cause they got, no. they get pretty big rooms. They got TVs in there. Is Wentworth oh, the did... Australian one? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like Check Orange it is the New Black, but um, not lighthearted at all. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, so for a real downer. Yeah. 
Yeah, if you want a real downer show, uh, watch that. Yeah, it is a noted. It's a drama. It's a straight drama. Uh, it's mm-hmm. not a dramedy like how I would describe Orange Is the New Black. Yeah, cool. they don't try to be like, isn't this fun and kooky? It's like, oh, no, prison that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there are nine episodes now on on Netflix. The sh- the show had its last season last year, so uh, go and binge them all. And then how many tweet- seasons? Nine uh, at hey. underscore comedy and let us know what you thought for no apparent reason. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just curious. Actually, just don't tweet it to the theaters at Mike Marbeck because I'm the only one that cares. Yeah, Mike just wants someone to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So any other thoughts on Bill and L or anybody else? I mean, my initial thought is just like, okay, she's in prison. She's got to get out. So my thought is just like, how does she get out this time? She's escaped from prisons a couple of times. So that's just kind of a surface level question I have about, about Villanelle. Um, And I I, I do. Oh, go ahead. Oh no. That's what I'm thinking too. Cause it's like, is she just going to be sitting in the cell for the next, (laughs) for the rest of the season, (laughs) like four episodes or however many we have. It's going to be like a silence of the lambs and she's Hannibal Lecter. And they're just going to her for advice on what would happen. I don't think so. But that's one way no. I could see that happening. Um, but Someone's no, going to get her out. Yeah, I think Carolyn, Vlad, Constantine. Or uh, Helene. There are, or Helene. There are multiple people with the powers to get her out, to get her back on this team and hunting hunting the 12 or just get her out and set her doing what she does best. Get one other people. Other thoughts? Yeah. Do we think we get a villain Ellen Pam showdown? Oh, or do you think they're going to work together? I, That's a I would good like question. to see them work together because I don't see how those two compete. Uh, right. She's so new. Yeah. Not to say that, you know, she couldn't surprise, but I would rather see them two work together and be a team. And she, she's under Villanelle's wing and really training her to be a badass along with Constantine, then have them fight yeah. and our our new friend dies. Yeah. Unless Pam kills Eve and then Villanelle will have to kill Pam. Yeah. Yeah. Could be. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's hit those winners and losers. We'll start with the losers. Whitney, who lost the episode? <sighs> I'm going to go Villanelle. I feel like she's felt very sad for her. I feel like she's still very stuck on Eve and I feel like Eve is moving on has direction in life and Villanelle is just like a sad lost puppy and she's yeah. in prison <laughs> yeah to boot yeah yep. Kelly yeah that's I feel like uh that was my first choice for sure I really felt um for Villanelle in this one uh but my loser is Fernanda uh she thought she made a friend she got day drunk like you know what it would take for me to be day drunk now as an adult like a big deal so um i feel bad that she was like ghosted and then left alone all drunk and probably feeling weird and still like heartbroken right because she's still like reeling from a bad breakup so fernanda and she's probably yeah. trying to find Nicole on social media. And, and can't, gonna... like, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, my loser is the guy who had his toe severed and stuffed up his nose. Yeah, that's a And bummer. lived. Yeah. Mm. And lived. So he's my loser. Uh, and our winners, Kelly. Winners. I'm going to say, I'm going to go with a less obvious one. I think Pam is um, my winner for this episode. Uh, She killed her shitty brother, um, which I feel like must have felt good. Um, Mm -hmm. And it sounds like she is, even though Helene got a little annoyed with her for like asking about being an assassin, it looks like she is slowly climbing the ranks which I feel like is a, a big deal for her. So I think this was yeah. a this was a Pam Pam win for me. Yeah, I can get behind that. Whitney? My winner is whoever makes the title cards because they were 
so many of them. Yeah. We named every character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like every character. I watched it once and I was like, Villanelle popped up. I was like, well, yeah, that's obvious. And then they named Eve and then all these other people. And I was like, I started to write down everyone they did. In 10 minutes, they did two, four, six title cards. In the first 10 minutes, I stopped yeah. writing. I just don't know why they would do that on episode three. Like, why not do that on episode one? (laughs) Yeah, like, oh, here's a quick refresh. You might not remember. They're like, it felt like the weirdest thing. I'm like, why are they telling us all their names? I thought I cracked a code. I was like, oh, they didn't name everyone. Maybe everyone listed was who was going to die. Because Elliot even (laughs) got a title card. And then I rewatched it. And I was like, oh, no, they're just listing everyone. Yeah. It was, yeah, the title card person has like so much leeway. It seems like they let them just do whatever they want that's title card related. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like we're a step away from like next episode. It's going to be like walking, <laughs> bam, killed, or like ice cream, <laughs> melting, a rat. So, I don't know. I feel like next they're just going to start narrating what happened. Like, it just felt very odd. It was really weird. I don't it's just going to be a silent movie <laughs> with all the title cards and uh, old-timey piano. <laughs> uh, yeah, Which, it's them... a great font. Yeah, it is. sure is. Uh, I could see them doing all those title cards within this episode if all of the storylines were separate, but they weren't. So I didn't really see the, the point other than just naming people. Um, yeah. There can be people that disagree for sure. Let us know. At xroads it- underscore comedy. <laughs> I agree. It just felt like a weird episode three thing. Like it was like, oh, maybe we should, maybe people don't know who they are. Let's just remind them. It's like we're on the last season. Yeah. Episode three. Like I feel like we know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I felt I thought that was such a confusing move. Mm-hmm. And my winner is Carolyn for Ooh. similar reasons as uh, Kelly stated for for Pam. And what's with the face, Kelly? Um, that's just my face, Mike. Uh, I don't know for a nothing Carolyn episode for her to be your winner. I just find it a, She's my a little strange for similar reasons to you stated for, for Pam, uh, that in this episode for me, Carolyn start, she ended last episode, pretty much her rock bottom. Uh, and mm-hmm. this episode, that's where she started. And now she's coming up, started from the bottom and she's getting a little here. Higher. Yeah. She's, <laughs> she's, she's, she's here, but she's kind of. She's escalating um, okay. to a better, better spot. I mean, she ended, she was walking around that dirty apartment in like a house coat <laughs> and, and she ended, she's, she's dressed up nice. She's got information. She has, she has goals, uh, leads on what's, what's going on with the 12. She's at a cookout. So there's, um, it's looking better for Carolyn. So she's my, my winner after being, I think my loser last week. All right. Uh, that does it. For our podcast, as I said, you can go to xroadscomedy.com for information on shows and classes and other podcasts that we do. And you can contact contact us uh, at xroads underscore comedy on Twitter, at xroadscomedy on Instagram, and uh, hello at xroadscomedy.com. So let us know what you think about the show, uh, the show that we're talking about. Don't tell us what you think about our mug mug chats or anything like that, unless you want to leave it in a review form where you can win a shirt. So please do that. Uh, thank you, Whitney. Thank you, Kelly. Thank uh, you. And thank you all for listening. Bye. Bye-bye.